Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. It is July 12th through 18th, 2021. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is Empowering Astrology. And I have a special guest today. Um, everybody has been wanting to see my puppy, so um, he actually was hiding up until time for the show. But um, I'm just going to, you know, show him off to everybody. <laughs> Um, this is Miguel. He's um, the unofficial mascot for Empowering Astrology, but he's a little camera shy, so I'll let him uh, let him go do what he needs to do. But um, here we go, little buddy. So again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Um, I'm an astrologer and psychic medium in New York City. I guess I should probably start saying uh, Jersey because uh, I moved to Jersey City um, three, uh, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, I thought like, hmm, I have a great idea. I'm going to get a puppy and I'm going to move um, all at once. What can what can go wrong? Actually, it went pretty, pretty well, um, all things considered. And I think that um, I'm sharing this because we're in this time, um, this energy of change, and we're all experiencing experiencing it differently. Um, and what I've been saying uh, over the past few weeks is that the fixed signs are not so fixed right now. Your fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. If you are a fixed sign or have major things in your astrology that are in the fixed signs, your life is not so fixed at the moment. Things are a little like things are moving in a different direction. So yeah, I just see some uh, familiar faces. Um, you know, Jersey's, you know, just around across the river, not that far from New York City. But uh, yeah, do say hello if you're watching live. Um, tell me where you're watching from. I know that some of you are waking up in Australia, or you are in Europe, or even South Africa, um, or you're here with me in the United States. So again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Uh, we gather every week to look at the astrology. And this week, we are looking at uh, what's well, we're coming out of the Cancer New Moon. So we had a Cancer New Moon uh, last week, uh, right at the end of last week. It was Friday, uh, July 9th. And that new moon, new moons are new beginnings. They open up a new chapter, a time when we have to focus on home family. And I know those things are not always the most um, warmest of subjects for people, but um, it's a reminder and sometimes a painful reminder that home and family, they are the support for our lives. If you look at an astrology chart, cancer is the sign that forms the base. It forms the bottom of the astrological wheel. So we need a place to call home. We need family, and sometimes we have to make our own family. Sometimes we have to move uh, very far away. Uh, so new moons are new beginnings, and this is a time to sort of renew our connection to all things cancer and to transform our relationship with the archetype of cancer. You know, astrology is just energy. It's, you know, how do we live these archetypes? Is there pain association of uh, pain associated with these archetypes or have we done a lot of transformation work and now you know family is something that's very different than it was maybe even a few years ago but yeah you know i have i have a puppy dog now that's part of my family and sometimes my parents show up on the on the you know the live uh, comments but um yeah like i said it's cancer season we are looking at home and family um some of you might even be making some big changes in home. Like I said, the fixed signs are not so fixed right now. I have a little story. Um, 
last year, this time probably last year, when I was stuck in my old home and feeling actually quite miserable, I remember thinking like, I really want a pool. I remember saying to my my spirit guides, I was like, I don't know what has to happen. Like, I don't I must know somebody, somebody, somebody that has a pool. And it just became this thing. I was like, I want a pool. I don't know how. I want a pool. And I know it sounds um, a little bit selfish. Um, and this is not a story about how I manifested a pool, but it's more about how do we become open to the things that we want that may come in a form that may be very different than we expected. So, you know, what I've been saying is that I moved right across the river to New Jersey, never thought that would happen, but I got my pool. So I'm happy. And it's cancer season. Cancer is a water sign. It's all about our relationship with the element of water, not just literal water, but also what met, uh, water means in astrology, which is emotional connection, care, comfort, the ability to empathize and to have compassion for other people. But um, speaking of water, you know, this happened yesterday, Sunday, uh, July. 11th, Mercury is finally in Cancer. Cancer is a water sign. It's the first water sign. It teaches us about that 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 one-on-one emotional connection, emotional stability, and security. But you know, uh, Mercury was in Gemini for a very long time since the beginning of May. And if you maybe recall, we had a Mercury retrograde. Uh, I think it was back in June. I can't remember. I don't know what year it is, what day it is anymore. But uh, yeah, before times, before I moved, sometime Mercury. That's right. I moved during Mercury retrograde because Mercury turned direct um, on the 22nd of June. I moved two days later. Um, but yeah, sometimes we have to do things. We have to uh, we have to move during Mercury retrograde. I mean, I didn't have to move, but it was sort of this like the the window, the opportunity was there, and it was it was time. It was time to go. So I say this because sometimes this comes up, and it's like, when is the best time to do something? And sometimes the best time to do something is not the time when it looks, you know, nice on paper, so to speak. And I think sometimes we make all these uh, careful plans to do the astrology right. Like I'm not going to do this during Mercury retrograde. Sometimes it's just got to live your life. So Mercury is now in Cancer. It got out of Gemini after I think that's like however many weeks, ten weeks. And Gemini. Mercury is the planet of the mind, analysis, choices, ideas, information, voice, communication, and learning. And in Gemini, it's right at home. It meant that we had sort of this objective look at things in theory, because you know Mercury was making a square to Neptune the whole time. But normally in, in Mercury and Gemini, it's very curious. It needs a lot of information. It's natural writer, uh, speaker, uh, learner, if that's even a word. Um, but now Mercury is in Cancer, and now the you know we're sort of thinking and learning and listening through this this filter, this filter of cancer. And I say filter because what is that? The filter is the past. It's emotional needs, emotional connection. So it's, we're not so objective 
when Mercury is in Cancer. We're nostalgic. Maybe we're thinking and making choices that are influenced by our unconscious. That's why I tell people the astrology is just 50%. You are the other 50%. The more unconscious that you have, the more blind spots that you have, the more that you're going to experience some of the astrology differently. So Mercury and Cancer might bring up all these feelings that you didn't even know were there. Maybe that's Cancer season for you in general. Or maybe Mercury and Cancer makes you able to connect on a level emotionally that you haven't been able to, or to speak your feelings, or even to, to listen to somebody who is in pain or who needs a sympathetic ear to be compassionate. Um, but it, it, cancer is a sign that connects us to the past, um, to memories, to family. Um, somebody was watching last week's video and they said, why do you have a rotary phone in the background? And I was like, that was my grandmother's rodeo, rodeo, <laughs> rotary phone. Um, it worked until 2012. It probably still works, but I, I haven't had a landline since 2004 but I wanted it maybe it's the nostalgia of knowing that it belonged to my grandmother while she was alive um, maybe I just like the aesthetics of it I mean hey it's powder blue who doesn't like a powder blue phone uh, from probably 1980 but uh, yeah maybe you're feeling a little bit more nostalgic uh, maybe you're sifting through photos thinking about the past thinking about memories and family and that's sort of where we're at right now in the zodiac wheel uh mercury now that it's in cancer uh does make a trine to jupiter today july i'm saying june last week last week july uh 12th and so jupiter is in pisces it's only going to be in pisces for a few more weeks it's going to dip back into aquarius but Today, Monday, and even over the next few days, to be honest, you know, this is about leaps of faith or philosophical conversations or being able to open our mind or open our vision to something greater or, or wider. Mercury and Jupiter together is when it's in your what's called your natal chart when you're born is typically somebody who is able to speak very wisely and to share and to teach and maybe we're able to share and to teach today. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, June uh, 13th, uh, we do have a conjunction of Venus and Mars in Leo. So Venus and Leo, Venus Leo is this kind of romantic sign, it's a creative sign, it talks about the spark of life and even the passion of life. And Venus is one of the relationship planets. So Venus is what we value, it's what we love. You know, when Venus is in Leo, we love the romance of life. We love life's luxuries because Leo also has a little bit of a luxurious side to it. And Venus is our material lives to some degree. Mars is what motivates us, turns us on, gives us a sense of drive and action and something that we want to go after. So we're really, there's maybe some romantic energy in the air. Or I don't know, maybe things are a little complicated at the moment, but you know, Mars and Venus, they've sort of moved away from that um, tense energy we had the past couple of weeks with Saturn square Uranus, Mars, Mars was in the mix and Venus was in the mix last week. So really enjoy being in the luxury and pleasure of life over the next few days. Make 
time for romance or make time for creativity because Leo is the sign that talks about creativity, whether it's art or music or something that does seem a little low key creative. I tell people Leo isn't just art. It's um, where we put our stamp on things, where we put our name on something. So this is a, a week to really get in touch with what makes us us and you know, it's 8 billion people on this planet, there's only one you. So really kind of get in touch with what that sort of creative fire that burns within. Um, this is a little bit of a technical point. Um, the fire signs, the fire signs are Aries, Leo and Sagittarius. They are right before the earth signs in astrology. You need that spark of life. You need that 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 passion. You need that inspiration before something can become physical. Either it's a baby, or it's an idea that becomes a book, or an idea that becomes something that you actually bring into the real world. So I think that that's something that's happening this week. You know, at some point, uh, I think on Tuesday or Wednesday, the moon will go into Virgo, and it's like Virgo energies takes Leo and crafts something. So, you know, we're right after the new moon. Like I said, we have the new moon on, on July 9th. And if you want something in your life, like how are you going to start to, you know, get things coming into reality? You know, it does take uh, some work on our end. You know, sometimes life shows us a door, but we still have to walk through it. You know, life showed me a door in May and it was like, okay, do you want your pool? Do you want to move? I was like, but I love Brooklyn. And long story short, I was like, all right, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to move. Um, but we start to go later into this week and we have the sun making a trine to Neptune. So with the sun in Cancer, water sign, Neptune is in Pisces, also a water sign. And sun and Neptune together in a trine, it's a typically a very beautiful energy. It's sort of open to the beauty of life, a little bit a different way than Leo. It's more ethereal. It's art and music. It's the film. It's sort of that beautiful illusion that we can get lost and wrapped up in. And sometimes it's a fairy tale. So we have to sort of make sure that we are being completely grounded this week, that whatever sort of beautiful thing comes by us, uh, is it is it real? Um, is Or is it an illusion. That's the thing about Neptune is that sometimes it, we will gloss over the, the hard edges or not see the things that we want to see because we sort of get the little starry eyed heart emoji um, and we don't fully see things clearly. But nevertheless, it is a very beautiful energy. It's sort of picking up on this water. Water is big heart. It's emotional. It's compassionate. It's loving. So maybe this is a time for you to really reconnect with family or people who are like family to spend time with loved ones to really um, open your heart to something. That said, there's always a little bit of a twist in the astrology that said we are coming up to the sun's annual opposition to Pluto this week. Um, Pluto has been in Capricorn since January of 2008, um, give or take, because it did pop back out into Sagittarius. I think it was like April 2008 and back in in November of 2008. But my point is, is that Pluto, you know, now that the sun's in Cancer, 
Cancer is the sign that's opposite. Pluto is in Capricorn right now. So Sun is in Cancer. Pluto is in Capricorn. They're making something called an opposition. They do this, have been doing this every year uh, in Cancer Capricorn since 2008. Um, cancer season is very nostalgic. It's sort of the things that we hold on to on an emotional level, on a memory level but there's nothing nostalgic about pluto pluto when we face pluto we face ourselves we face the things that we don't want to look at the things that are in our blind spots and in our unconscious as well pluto talks about necessary soul alchemy it's not an easy energy in astrology but you know as i was saying a few moments ago it's a necessary energy and we when we meet pluto we get to see something that maybe is typically hidden um when pluto shows up in the astrology at least i've seen this in my clients charts um we have to there's usually a struggle it could be a struggle with a boss or a parent or or somebody in a, in a place of authority because we are really trying to assert our individuality or assert ourselves the sun the sun is the ego it's the self it's the light in astrology but the light sort of meets this energy where it says how we do ego how we do ourselves and how we do that sort of spark of life within it has to transform you know an opposition especially a pluto opposition is non-negotiable so really pay attention this week yes there's some thankfully some beautiful energy which is really great i mean you know if you're here in the um northern hemisphere you know maybe you're on holiday or vacation you're enjoying um, nice weather i know it's been a bit hot for some of us um but uh, maybe it's time to you know rest and recoup after we had some really difficult astrology uh, the past month and a half and even two months. We had eclipses, then we had some really testy energy between Saturn and Uranus. So take care of yourself this week. Get back to what really matters. But at the same time, there is this other story where in order to move forward, we have to sort of do the deeper work this week. Somebody, and this always comes up, although it doesn't come up as much, I always get the like, when is it going to end comment? Um, how do I put this? The, where we are at in humanity, uh, we are just keep taking these bigger steps up. And the more that we take a step up, the more that we have to face what's in the way of that step. All I have to say to you all is look back over the last 15, 20 years and you will see a big shift. You will see a big swing. And each year it's like we go to the next level. It's not level 2020 anymore. I don't want to go back to that level. Um, we're now on level 2021. So the astrology it's it's different it's the same i mean it's not the first time we've had a pluto some pluto opposition what's different is us what's different is the energy that we are embodying that we are carrying what's different is the consciousness of ourselves and even the consciousness of the planet and the collective that's the part that's the 50 percent part that's not the astrology so that those those two separate components will work together differently year by year by year but all i can say i don't know maybe i'm wrong is that things keep getting i don't want to say more difficult just just more um 
fruitful for evolution. I'm being very diplomatic. For some people, I mean, if you are an Aries, a Cancer, uh, a Libra, or a Capricorn, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The stuff that you've had to negotiate and navigate over the last 10 years has utterly transformed you. And I know some of you are my clients. I've heard the stories. Um, but the, sort of this, this time that we're in is where everything has to shift. And it, that shift starts with us. This is why my work uh, focuses on how do we use this energy to transform something within ourselves, to be open to the possibilities that maybe we wouldn't have seen. Because um, we all, and not myself included, we can get very tunnel vision about stuff. And it's really difficult when we get very tunnel visioned about stuff so we miss a lot of different things. So this is like, how do we use this astrology to really transform and to open up? So this is why, you know, I kind of walk you through every week um, this astrology and I guess hopefully if I'm doing my job right, give you pointers and I, and I even share my own personal uh, experiences with it because I'm a human being on this planet too. I have my own astrology and, you know, as I said, like if you told me a year ago that I was going to move, I would not have believed you. But sometimes, sometimes life, sometimes capital L life. Um, Let's look at the astrology uh, for each of the 12 signs. Um, before I do that, um, I do, and I try to at least, especially if you are listening to the replay on YouTube or IGTV or even listening on Spotify, I do put the timestamps. What are the timestamps? The timestamps are so that you can scroll to your sun sign or your rising sign. Some people listen to their moon sign. Some people listen to the sign that, you know, their partner's sun sign so that you can just sort of get the information that you need. I know that it can be a lot and you're like, I don't care about, I care about Pisces. Maybe you're like, I don't care about Pisces, but I care about Pisces. And you can skip to where you need to, to get to. So yes, look for the timestamps if you are listening or watching. Um, if you are on what's called Instagram, um, make sure you go to IGTV because that will actually allow you to scroll back and forth. But let's look at where the astrology in particular, the Sun Pluto opposition is activating because I love talking about, you know, especially if you're my client, you know that I um, talk about this with you all like where's Pluto been? Where's Pluto been for 13 years? And I guarantee you that part of your life looks radically different than it did in 2008. So Aries, um, you have Pluto in your career sign. It's been in your career sign since 2008. That's a long time. Fun fact, uh, Pluto takes 248 years to go around the sun. So it will spend anywhere from a decade, it spends 11 years in Scorpio, the, it spends the least amount of time in Scorpio, which I think is actual proof of benevolent universe, to the most amount of time in Taurus, um, you know, 30 years in Taurus. Now we're not there yet, we're over in Capricorn. So this has been, it'll be 16 years in total. So Aries, um, Pluto has been in your career sign for 13 years. The idea is that your professional life, um, your goals, your ambitions, the direction you take your life and even how you assert your authority in the world um, has undergone a massive transformation 
over the last 13 years. For some Aries, uh, the career that you were doing um, at the start of this period in your life is not the career that you're doing now. In some cases, it's because that career doesn't exist anymore for various reasons, whether being made redundant or obsolete or needing to leave something behind for, for various reasons. For some Aries, like you've had to really find your place in the world. Um, and maybe you've had to navigate or negotiate a difficult boss or a toxic work relationship, all for you to really put yourself out there in the world. So I tell people, if you aren't Pluto, somebody will happily be Pluto for you. You have to really stand in your authority and your power. I say this in the best possible way. Use it wisely. Use it, you know, with self-awareness and consciousness. Um, but the idea is that your professional life has been undergoing this massive transformation. This is a time, cancer season, where you are refocusing on home and family. And it's sort of this reminder, this yearly reminder that your professional ambitions, the direction that you take your life in, that all rests on your, your home life. So if home life is shaky, it's going to be a little bit difficult to keep climbing up, so to speak. So this is a time where you have to shore up your base. You have to shore up your foundation. Anything that is happening right now, Aries, is part of a larger story. It's part of a 13-year story. It's part of a 16-year story in total because Pluto will not leave Capricorn until uh, March 2023, and I forget what date in 2024. I'm gonna have to commit that to memory soon. Um, but really feel that that course dynamic. I was gonna say struggle, like struggle doesn't have to be bad, but there is that stress, and this sort of has been happening the past uh, few years, especially when we had Saturn was in Capricorn, we had eclipses in Capricorn. So 2018, 2019, 2020 was probably not uh, so easy. But you know, maybe this is the push you've needed to really go higher, go farther in your professional life. But do not neglect your home life, Aries. Make sure your base, your foundation is rock solid. Taurus. So for you, this sort of dynamic push and pull is happening in the part of your chart that talks about faith, truth, meaning, like, how do you see things, Taurus? Um, do you see things with your blinders on? Um, sometimes, and wherever Capricorn is, by the way, that part of the chart can be really dense. Capricorn is the sign of matter in the material world. It's what is the last earth sign. So that part of your life, maybe in 2008, 13 years ago, how you saw the world, what you believed in, um, your truth looked very different. Uh, maybe you've had to go back to school, maybe you've had to do a lot of soul searching, but this part of the chart talks about the external search for truth and meaning in the world. Cancer season for you is sort of this return to get back to basics. Like you might believe certain things, but you know, are they true? Like, do you have all the facts basically? So this is a time when you're really focusing not just on education, but sort of this broader sense of wisdom and knowledge and how wisdom or knowledge is informed by the things that you've learned. 
or not have learned. So really look at your uh, education right now, Taurus, really examine what you believe in and know that you're at a time where your your whole sense of the world, uh, when you, you know, get to 2023 and you look back, you're gonna see things very differently than you did you know, 10, 12, 13, 16 years before. Uh, but I think at the core of this time, and there's just so much going on right now for you, Taurus, it's like, get out of your way. And if beliefs are one of the ways in which you are in your way, and this may be to go back to a personal example, like if you believe that you cannot move, you believe that can only happen this way, then that's what's going to happen. That's the only way that it can happen. You have your blinders on. But what happens when you're like, you know what? surprise me see where you know see how something else can come in um that's just something for you to ponder taurus um gemini so this dynamic push and pull is happening um let me reframe this so gemini in 2008 pluto walks into a very particular part of your chart it's something that I call the eighth room, the eighth room in the astrology house. The eighth room is the room where we have to go and face ourselves. It's unavoidable. It's a necessary room because that room lead up, leads us to the transformation and the growth, like the real true spiritual growth that we all, we all need, we all have to do. Um, there are certain times in your life where, you know, maybe it's not just a day or a month or a week, it's actually years. And if you're a Gemini and you're despairing at this remark, um, do know that you're near the finish line. This has been a, at some, a long, long 13 years of really getting down into the deepest parts of your emotional underworld. So that when you come to the other side of this process in 2023, 2024, you will have transformed on an emotional and spiritual level that couldn't have otherwise. You will have found, hopefully, wisdom and knowledge that you couldn't have found otherwise. Nevertheless, this sort of dynamic that happens right now is really getting you to look at what pushes a deeper emotional button. What makes you feel unsafe? What makes you struggle with intimacy or vulnerability? What is in your shadow? And this includes your self-saboteur. We all have a self-saboteur. And then you have um, the Cancer Sun on the other side of it. This is a season where you are very security conscious. You know, Cancer for you is your money sign. And this is a time when you're, th well, not just money, it's your material life and sort of that more abstract uh, idea around our material lives. Like, what do you need in order to feel safe and secure right now? And Gemini, you have been through so much. What's really going to bring you home to make you feel like you are cared for, that you are nurtured? Um, what's going to you know get you back out of your underworld? Because we can't, <clears throat> even though this is a longer time for you, Gemini, and especially 2018, 2019, 2020 for you, um, this is a time where you can't always spend in the eighth room. You have to get out of the eighth room. You have to go explore other parts of the astrology house. So really make sure, you know, as much as you are doing all this deep work right now, Gemini, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you've got people to support you, to feed you, to nurture you. 
in this long haul process. But, um, and also, like I said, go back and look at the, the version, the emotional, spiritual, and maybe even the physical version of yourself uh, 13 years ago, and it's probably very different, <laughs> Gemini. Um, cancer, happy, happy birthday, Cancer. Uh, this goes into a larger story that talks about relationships. So in 2008, Cancer, Pluto walked into your relationship sign. And Pluto said to you, um, I'm going to start ripping everything out. And that's what Pluto did. The idea is that whatever that part of our chart is that Pluto has gone into, even though it was a decade plus ago, that part of our chart is made up of the past. It's made up of memories and fears and unconscious and conscious and family and trauma and ancestors. And Pluto says how you connect to people has to vastly transform look, there's a crack in this wall, so to speak, you know, you can't connect to somebody, you can't have healthy partnership, if this crack is here, here, let's take it down. So that part of your life has undergone a massive, massive overhaul, almost like a gut renovation, you maybe have had people, not just romantic partners, or not just even um, uh, if you are in a committed relationship, but even people that have come in and out of your life at different points where you either had to assert yourself to really um, be in your individuality, be uh, not assumed or consumed by another person or by a mate or a partner. And maybe there have been times, Cancer, where you really had to look at the darker side of relationships through this process. How you connect to people has been irrevocably transformed. It had to be transformed. And on the other side of this cancer is a, like I said, a very different way of engaging in partnership. This part of the chart talks where Pluto is right now, where Pluto will be for a few more years talks about it's not just relationships, it's equity. It teaches us that we cannot do things in an in inequity, meaning we can't do things where it's either completely about the other person or it's completely about us. And so any sort of dynamic, any sort of toxic dynamic, for example, it has to go, it has to transform. So really, maybe this is a, a, a check in on your progress, cancer, you know, check in on how you connect to people. Do you stand up for yourself? Do you really stand in your agency or do you get steamrolled by a partner? Or maybe you can say like, wow, after a decade, look at how much my relationships have changed. But this is sort of, you know, I need to sort of frame it um, in a certain way. Like this is the long, the long story arc, Cancer. And I will say because of where Saturn is right now in your chart, um, this is also a time when you're having to do a lot of deep emotional digging. Um, and the more that you get vulnerable, the more that you open up, the more, the more that that's going to transform how you interact and socialize and partner and interrelate with other people. Um, yeah. So this dynamic is happening in, you've got Pluto is in your sign of, um, gosh, 
my mind went blank. Pluto is in your sign of health and wellness. Uh, it's been there since 2008. Maybe there has been a long story arc, Leo, about your relationship with your body, how you take care of your body, how you feed your body, how you exercise your body. Um, and it, it, maybe this this change had to happen. And, and God forbid it also it, that, it, that it actually touched on um, an illness as well. And hopefully that's not the case for you, Leo. But this idea is that your relationship with your physical being has profoundly transformed over the last 13 years. It's continuing to transform. And I think this dynamic of cancer season, cancer season for you, Leo, is cancer is what's called your 12th sign. It's a time to rest, recuperate, not push too hard, to do the deep soul searching, to look for inner truth and inner meaning, and also to shed the things that we are attached to that don't feed and care and nurture us anymore. This includes addictions. I know that word's a little prickly, but we are certainly attached to a lot of things that are just not helpful for us. So you've got this dynamic happening with the opposition. And I think that this larger arc of time, the last 13 years and in total 16 years, is this very long shedding of the things that you are attached to that don't feed you spiritually in the long run because the dynamic between the 12th and the 6th sign, if the 6th sign is physical health, then the 12th sign is spiritual health. So you're sort of finding that um, that midpoint between the body and soul uh, with this opposition. Um, but this is a time where you use this energy to make a positive transformation in health and wellness use this energy to transform um, also your relationship with work, projects. Um, this part of the chart does talk about our day-to-day -day life, S silly yet important things like brushing our teeth, making sure we feed ourselves, that we have our day organized and taken care of, that we get all of our appointments taken care of. So really do understand that your physical, the minutiae of your physical life is actually intimately tied to the minutiae of your spiritual life. And sometimes we forget, we think, oh, these things aren't important in the long run. But yeah, like your physical life is extremely important. Do not neglect it. It is the support for your spiritual life. So like I said, there's this focus on making some continued changes um, in your day-to-day -day life, um, your relationship with your body, uh, nutrition, fitness, but also uh, don't work so hard. <laughs> um, maybe that's the other side to all this energy. Um, Virgo, so larger story arc Virgo, is you have had to really change. Um, and I say change, maybe transform is the better word, really transform who you are um, over the last 13 years. Who you thought you were in 2008 actually is not who you really are. And there's been this sometimes painful process of just pulling away the layers you know like i said wherever capricorn is in the chart it's the hardest energy it's it's matter you know teeth and bone you know saturn is the saturn and capricorn are the uh, planet and signs of teeth and bones so what aspects of self are not you know helping you um and it could be self-sabotage it could be self-denial 
You know, I think that's sometimes something that Virgo can be really good at, self-denial. I think Virgo is really good at a lot of things, um, keeping things organized, being the boss of the details, um, get, making life flow, systems and networks. But sometimes Virgo gets into that self-sacrifice mode and that just isn't helpful for anybody. So you've had to really discover who you are, Virgo. It's like when you're on the plane, you're watching the safety video, you have to put your mask on first. It doesn't help anybody if you know something's on fire and you're you don't have your, you know, you can't breathe. Um, so yeah, Virgo, the shedding, the long and sometimes painful shedding of the negative self in order to reveal the true self. And then you have cancer season is this reminder that this isn't just about you, it's your relationship with your community, um, the French, the social circle and the friends around you. Um, maybe this is a time where it's like you do need friends. You know, cancer season is a reminder to get back to the things that actually matter and actually feed and care and nurture us, wherever cancer is in your chart. Um, and for Virgo, you know, it's your 11th sign. So you need you need friends, you need connection, you need social circles. So maybe you've had to really change your social circle or change your social dynamics. But the more that you really let go of the part of you that's really deeply in your way, the more that you can people can actually help you. I think that maybe there is friends that are community and these people that actually want to help you. But um, whatever is coming up right now, Virgo, it's part of a larger story arc that goes back 13 years, really pay attention to these periodic check ins, because they're supposed to be really informative. And they're supposed to help you see the things you can't see. Pluto talks about our blind spots. Pluto talks, you know, it's like holding up a mirror to the things that are right in front of our face, but we can't see them. So, uh, yeah, Virgo. Uh, Libra. Larger story arc is where Pluto has been in your, what's called your fourth sign. Now, you know, earlier I said uh, cancer season, cancer forms the base of the zodiac wheel, but in your chart, Libra, Capricorn is the base of your zodiac wheel. So this is a time over the last 13 years that has been fundamentally about home, family, roots, foundation, emotional connection, and emotional security. Are you getting your needs met, Libra? Look back to the story art that's been happening since 2008. What have you seen in your home environment? What have you seen with family dynamics, toxic family dynamics, abusive family dynamics? Because Pluto can reveal uh, where something is systematically negative. And I, and I mean that not to you know make you like, oh, but you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, Libra, if you're listening. So what? emotional patterns, emotional dynamics, family dynamics need to go. Maybe you've already done a lot of work um, over the last decade, decade plus, but there's still more work to be done. There's more layers, uh, more things to psychically excavate from the foundation of your astrology. You, Libra, have to make sure that at this point in the story, that the container of your life is really truly supporting and nourishing you. If there are 
painful uh, family connections or things from the past or maybe even the home that you're living in it's not supporting you um, you're gonna feel a dynamic push right now you're gonna feel the things at different points throughout the next three years that activate this energy and I, I realize it's not always that simple sometimes it is I know I know some Libra Libra risings that I've had to negotiate a lot of uh, sometimes difficult family uh, dynamics the last few years or and or Libras who have actually created their own family they've created the ideal of something that they've always been searching for in their family of origin but were not able to get so they had to create it with a partner they had to make something that's very different because Pluto at the end of the day I think even though Pluto gets painted as bad guy in astrology I think Pluto is actually trying to help us out it's like this is this is literally dead it's not helping you it's not supporting you so you've had to really do the work Libra you continue to do the work but when you get to 2023 the idea is when you look back that part of your life will look so different than it did in 2008 and, and hopefully excised of the people the emotions the memories the situations that don't feed and care and nurture you anymore that said cancer season is about career you libra your sign you have to do what you love your heart has to be in your your professional ambitions if it's not it doesn't work so maybe you've had to create a new foundation in your life to support new goals, new ambitions. Maybe what you are doing now is exactly the opposite of what your parents told you to do when you were growing up. But you really are following your heart. You are building a life that is truly yours and, and separate um, from something very diff difficult, possibly in the past but uh, make sure that whatever you are building in your life is for you and I mean this in the best possible way of course and not um, to feed uh, really old dynamics or sometimes toxic dynamics or abusive dynamics that aren't supporting you Libra um, Scorpio so the dynamic energy you know Scorpio you've been in this 13 year process of finding your voice being able to find the power of your voice to be heard you know Scorpio you're typically a sign that keeps your voice um, a little strategically hidden you know you're very you know security conscious uh, private sign um, but this is a time where how you speak how you think how you listen how you learn um, there is a big difference than how that was in 2008 I'm a Scorpio the story that I tell is that like if you I couldn't have done this in 2008 you wouldn't have been able to hear me maybe it's simple you know projection of voice on camera but there's there's voice and then there's the energy behind voice so how do you put more of you or put more energy into your voice that people can actually hear you so you're sort of opening up the pipes so to speak right now Scorpio cancer season for you is a time for you to really look outward into the world to think about your truth your convictions what you what you stand for what your faith is your philosophy um, and maybe you've had to really open up your mind so that you can share your opinions I mean not in the best possible way but share your beliefs share your convictions share your truth to the world because like I said, you know, personal example, you wouldn't have been able to, we wouldn't have been able to do this. And I don't mean because there was no Facebook Live, but we wouldn't have been able to have done this 
uh, 10 years ago. You know, it took a lot of personal work and maybe it took Pluto in order to get me here. So maybe if you're uh, a Scorpio, you understand that statement in your own way. Um, Sagittarius, I have to think about that for a second. Sagittarius, um, this dynamic is happening in Pluto has been in your money sign since 2008. Maybe you go back and you see some sort of story that emerged in 2008 about your either your actual money, how you earn a living, the money in your bank account, or what you value. What does money mean to you? Um, maybe you had a very different relationship with the material world, material need, and even value 13 years ago than you do now. Maybe, you know, Pluto clears away the things that aren't working, including our beliefs about what we deserve, our self-worth and our value. And maybe you can look back and be like, look what I've created for myself. Look for what I built for myself materially over the last 13 years. Or maybe there's still work to be done, but this is a time where you have to really create material stability and security in your life. Pluto talks about wealth. I know that word means different things to different people. Everybody has their own um, value about around the word wealth, whatever that means to you. Um, but cancer season is a time for you to do the eighth room work, for you to look deep within yourself, what is in the way of you truly valuing yourself or valuing your power to earn a living. Um, maybe you self-sabotage or undercut your value. Don't do that, Sag. Really know your value and your worth. That is really at the core of this whole time for you, Sagittarius. But it is a time when it's both financial, it's both this sort of larger theme around value and worth, but also a time when you need to face your fears around value and worth and face your fears around material stability and security. So, you know, you can also do the work of setting up um, financial, working financial advisor, creating all the, the protections that you need to do for yourself. And maybe this sounds morbid, I'm a Scorpio, but um, the part of the chart that talks about wills and inheritances. So, you know, maybe set up your estate planning with this energy. Um, Capricorn. So Capricorn, good Lord. Um, you've had Pluto in your sign since January 2008, and you are so different than you were in 2008. If you are born later in Capricorn, meaning like the 17th, 18th, 19th of, uh, of uh, January, you're going through this now. If you're born um, around the solstice, uh, the 21st of December, you, you went through this back in 2008. But who you are is fundamentally different. You've had to find your power. You've had to find your agency. You've had to strip away false self. You, sometimes there's been a, a massive physical shift over the last uh, decade. But the idea is that that sort of, you know, Capricorn talks about structures, the whole structure of you, um, sometimes physically, but sometimes metaphorically, has had to completely rebuild over the last decade. Um, the other side of this is relationships. As you change, as you sort of look at the parts of you that are just not working anymore, that 
has a relationship with relationships. The more that you change, the more that changes how you connect, socialize, interact, partner with other people. Maybe you've seen this dynamic with you in partnership over the last you know decade. But this is a time, hopefully at this point, like you've seen the needle move and maybe new people are coming into your life, not just romantic uh, opportunities where new people are coming in that sort of show you how far you've come, but don't, you know, Capricorn, you're still stripping, stripping the old self, stripping the part of you that doesn't work anymore. Aquarius. this has sort of been happening behind the scenes for you, Aquarius, because Capricorn is what's called your 12th sign. And the 12th sign is something that's hidden, it's in the blind spot, it's in the unconscious, but it's also something that we can access through meditation, reflection, um, going deep within. There's something about your internal self that is vastly different than it was a decade ago. This includes even what you believe in because this part of the chart, it's not the external search for truth and meaning, it's the internal search for truth and meaning. This part of the chart also talks about mysticism, inner faith, inner truth. So maybe Pluto has been sort of opening up your connection with the divine, or maybe something quite opposite. Uh, Maybe you've lost faith, or maybe you've had to really do a lot of profound, deep soul searching, but this is to some degree, it's been a purge. Maybe you don't even realize it because it's happening behind the scenes. Um, Cancer season for you is a time to get back to uh, the day-to-day life, sort of get your feet back on the ground, um, take care of your physical body. So you're really seeing this dynamic right now, Aquarius, you know, body, mind, and soul. Uh, How do you take care of your spiritual health? How do you take care of your emotional health? And knowing that the two are inextricably uh, linked. Um, but maybe pay attention to your intuition, pay attention to your dreams, um, because that's sort of where a lot of this behind the scenes energy is happening. But really understand that whatever you are not looking at on an emotional and spiritual level, it means it's hidden from you, you haven't dealt with it. It might be showing up in your physical life. Um, it's like your knees, you keep having problems with your knees. Well, there's, you know, the knees are often where we store things unconsciously from childhood. So maybe something's coming up with your body. How is your body talking to you, Aquarius? So definitely make sure you're listening. Pisces, here we are, the the end of the zodiac, Pisces. Uh, Pluto has been in your 11th sign that talks about friends and community, your social circle, your hopes and wishes for the future, and how you connect to friends and community has had to vastly change over the last decade. Pisces, I love you. Sometimes you just gather people up and sometimes those people are not always on your team, even though you think that they are on your team. So Pluto has really showed you where you have to be more discerning or be more in your agency, your power when you're out in the world or with your friends or in your social circle. Maybe there's been these themes around trust. Do I, can I trust these people? Can you know, I trust myself to be out there in the world? The dynamic is, is that with cancer season right now, Pisces, you have to be exactly you. This is a time for you to return to yourself, to replenish yourself, to 
replenish your creativity your in your identity and self-expression so maybe you're you know people are questioning who you are maybe you have friends are like oh is this who you really are and you have to really stand up for who you are and if these people are not on your team pisces maybe since you know it's, we're talking about capricorn pluto's in capricorn you have to set some hard boundaries you know, to be fair, there's some larger things right now, Pisces, about you letting go of some really old stories and really learning to be able to speak um, about what you need and really speak up for yourself. But uh, really do a lot this this week to affirm who you are, Pisces, because you know there's only there's only one you, Pisces. Um, so there you go. That's your look at the. Pluto, some Pluto opposition uh, this week for the 12 signs. Um, if you were watching at the beginning of the uh, video, you saw my my puppy dog Miguel. He's he's um he's he's um he's three 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 months old. Um, he's, he's got his shots from the vet today, so he's a little sleepy. He was not super excited about being on camera, but I know everybody wanted a, a puppy shot. So you all for joining me for another live look at the astrology my name is katie sweetman this is empowering astrology i you can find me online at empoweringastrology.com i'm on facebook i'm on instagram i'm on uh, youtube spotify um but uh yeah do subscribe sign up you can also book a consultation with me i know many of you are my clients um and you know, i always love to see some familiar faces but you know i love connecting with you all every week i'm still trying to figure out what my my background situation is going to be like you know i'm, I'm a little bit more of a minimal minimalist um even though it probably doesn't look like from this from this vantage point but anyway um i will see you all next week um do take care enjoy this beautiful cancer energy but also know that we are also doing our work this week so Bye.